When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Browns are coming out of the bye week. Injuries all over the NFL. Tons of fantasy football to talk to. Big show right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Chubb runs. He's to the 10, 15. He's to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. There goes Chubb. He's to the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Chubb and Lava Hub. It's going to be sick. I love that call by Jimmy Donovan. I wanted to mix it up. Wanted to mix it up. Browns went into the bye with that stinker on Baltimore. So I want to mix up the opening music there. I'm Andy McNamara. Hello, everybody. Click subscribe, notification bell. Let's go. Okay, we're back. No fear. Although I am, quite honestly, trying to tie myself into not being afraid of the San Francisco 49ers this week. We'll get to that in a few minutes. We'll talk fantasy football, under the wire, waiver wire pickups. Do you have any Browns questions? Do you have any fantasy football questions? Hit me up using hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81 at SickPodBrowns. Give us a follow there. And Instagram and TikTok at Andy MC Sports. So fantasy football talk a little bit later. There are so many injuries. This is going to be a big week for the waiver wire, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. But first things first, the Browns coming off the bye. Okay? They're hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Those San Francisco 49ers, in case you guys didn't know, uh, put the absolute shellacking to the Dallas Cowboys, 42-10 to primetime Sunday night football. I don't know about you Browns fans, but that didn't do anything to alleviate my stress on uh, the 49ers coming in. Like, guys, to be honest, this is the most complete football team in the NFL right now. Is there a flaw? The thing that's derailed San Francisco in the past is just injuries. And right now, they are very healthy and extremely dangerous. How does Brock Purdy, how can Brock Purdy dissect defenses like this i was talking to producer sammy before we went on he was saying if you go back and watch brock purdy in college nothing special you know what's proof of that that he was the last guy taken in the draft his whole contract is what deshaun watson makes like in two weeks his rookie deal is like three million bucks and brock purdy is lighting it check out these numbers four touchdowns zero interceptions 252 yards 17 for 24 And I have to say, the national media, Chris Collinsworth, just these guys just, it gets so annoying. They just fall over themselves. Like, Brock Purdy, what a story. Yeah, I know he was the last guy taken in the draft. I know that. Okay? I know. His family owns a hot tub company. Hooray. Good. 
I'm a nervous Browns fan not wanting Brock Purdy to come in and embarrass us when we have a $230 million quarterback who may not play. That's where we're at. We're not going to know till later in the week if Deshaun Watson's going to play. What happened to this, this kind of, it was bruised and game time decision. Now Andrew Barry talks last week and it's, oh, he couldn't lift his arm on Monday. Oh, okay. Well, that was new. Uh, and now it's okay. Well, bye week, rest, rehab. Should be fine. Should be fine. Right? Miles Garrett had a hurt foot word in this week. He's fine. Deshaun Watson should be fine. No, not so. Reports coming out from national media and Mary Kay Cabot, Brown's reporter, says, quote, Deshaun Watson's right shoulder contusion, which has been reported since September 27th, is in his rotator cuff. A source confirms he's still day-to-day with the 5-0 49ers coming to town Sunday. So rotator cuff bruise. I, I can't speak to how much that hurts or it doesn't. If anybody does, leave us a comment. Does a, does a bruise in your rotator cuff hurt? I would think so. I'm not going to question the man's toughness. He played with a collapsed lung. But this is a problem. Other reports, he couldn't throw 10 yards. How much of that is spin? How much of that is fact? He, on Monday when the Browns practiced, he was inside. They're off Tuesday. Back at it Wednesday. So where are we going? Question two. If Deshaun Watson does not go... Is it P.J. Walker? You you can't tell me you're trotting out Dorian Thompson-Robinson again after that ass-kicking we received. And again, I don't blame DTR. The game plan, the call by Stefanski was horrendous. Does that get adjusted this time now, knowing that Deshaun Watson will or won't play? Does P.J. Walker make a difference? Picked up off the practice squad, right? Four and three record. As a starter, that's not nothing. And did it with Carolina. Not like they're world beaters. Four and three, XFL star. I like PJ Walker. Small. He has like 5'11. He's a gamer. He's, he's a he's okay backup. And a winning record starting. So could it happen? Yes. Also, an asteroid could hit me on the head, right? Like lots of things could happen. I just don't really see a path to success if you don't have a 100% Deshaun Watson. And the Browns' defense, as formidable as it has been, sans Baltimore game. The problem is, is Brock Purdy gets rid of the ball so fast that you don't have time to sack him. You're going to get close, but you're not going to sack him. It's getting the ball out quickly. going to be a pressure game for our cornerbacks, safeties, the secondary, linebackers too. There's a lot of pieces. You have to play right now against the San Francisco 49ers. A perfect ball game to have a chance. You still might not win. And I don't know if it's P.J. Walker in there in relief of Deshaun Watson. What happens? Right now, you're going to want to be aggressive, try to get out to a quick lead, and use the compilation of running backs that you have in that backfield now to try to ground and pound it, which hasn't been too successful. If you get down quick, and we know how fast the 49ers can score, well, then you're playing catch-up. P.J. Walker has to throw the ball 40 times, and we could see a similar outcome as we do in Baltimore. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not optimistic, folks. I, I'm, I'm usually half glass full. I try to have a positive spin on it. I just feel totally down about this 49ers game. Do any of you feel different? Give me a reason why I should be optimistic about this game. Please. Seriously. I, I want to embrace it. I'm open to embracing optimism in this game. Leave comments. Get us on social media at AndyMC81 at Browns. Please tell me. More things to add to my pessimism. Also reported, all pro left guard Joel Petonio left the Browns facility on crutches last week, day-to-day with an unspecified injury as the club gears up for the 5-0 49ers. Reports are that it is an ankle in other reports. Center Ethan Pochich considered day-to-day and limited with chest and knee. He hurt that in the Ravens game. So there's the offensive line. Oh, by the way, and you got Jed Wills, who's looking pretty terrible. And on the other side, you're going to have Nick Bosa coming at you. I keep talking myself into a frenzy here, guys. Uh, it, this is this is tough. So the question we put out there on social media today, okay, at Pod Browns, give us a follow. Let's pop up the graphic there, Sammy. The one today. What is the one thing you'd change for the Browns coming out of the bye week? Browns coming out of the bye week. What's one thing you would change? You have the ear of Jimmy Haslam, the owner. We know you talk to Kev. I don't know how much pull he has. What's one thing you'd change? Leave us in the comments. Hit us up on social. One thing you'd change. Let's pull up a few tweets that came in on it. But one thing you'd change during the bye week here. At Grant underscore Gillen. A game plan for DTR if Watson isn't ready to play this week. Love it, Grant. I hope. Part of that game plan is that DTR doesn't play at all. I hope he doesn't play at all. That would be my game plan for DTR. Again, I I don't think it's game over career-wise for him. He got thumped. He was done no favor by his coaches. It was a a disaster. If if it's him or P.J. Walker, and I hope it's P.J. Walker, the plan needs to be you got to eat up the clock. I know you want the big play, but you can't score 40 points in one touchdown. Use your complement of running backs, Ford, Hunt, and Strong. Use them. Try to wear down. Go to the right side. The left side's weaker. Dewan Jones is a great run, run blocker, run passer, or a uh, uh, protector there. Get on the right side and use those running backs. That's what I would do. Try to give San Francisco the fewest chances it has to score. Dustin Hopkins has been dynamite as kicker. Try to do that and grind him out. I think that's what you got to do. You don't want to get into a shootout. You got to score 42 points. That Dallas defense is pretty good. We gave it 42. P.J. Walker scoring 42 for you? I don't think so. DTR? No. Let's see another tweet. Let's pop it up. What is one thing you change for the Browns coming out of the bye week? At Go Fraudians Go. Trading wills for literally anyone else or perhaps a construction barrel. Well, yeah, like I said, wills has not not looked good. Understatement. Trouble is, he's not going anywhere. That's not necessarily what I want to do, but he's not going anywhere. Why? Well, 
Browns picked up that fifth-year option, and he is still cheaper than any other starting left tackle of that would be an upgrade that you would get at this time. And the Browns now, with an expensive quarterback, you have to make cuts and skimp and scrimp where you have to. I wouldn't be doing it at left tackle. But the question becomes, where where do they get that from? Garrett Bowles out of Denver was an example. That'd be, I think that'd be fine with that. But you'd have to send Wills back the other way. You're not going to move him to right tackle. Jones is doing a nice job developing there. So would Denver take Wills for Bowles and exchange some picks or whatever it might be? You can talk me into that. But I just wondering, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski could say, oh, Jed can play better. Well, you said that last year too, and he hasn't playing better so this is a no excuse year when does the playing better part come in and actually as a run blocker he's better pass protector guys get around so again to my point jones is a better run blocker so is wills so maybe run the ball i know nick chubb's not there not coming back right we know this but between ford hunt and strong in some form of combination get out of the stupid shotgun all the time you have to adapt. Kev, Stefanski, adapt. You did it in game one with Cincinnati. Why can't you do it here? You're getting no style points, brother. No style points. Do what you have to do to win. You know who does what they have to do to win? The Pittsburgh Squealers. They beat Baltimore. They made Lamar Jackson look like an idiot. He kicked our butts last week. Steelers beat him. They had one-legged Kenny Pickett, and they won, for God's sake. Steelers do what they have to do to win. Ravens just about the same. I hate them, but they do what they have to do to win. Do the Browns do that? Not consistently, not even close. You got to try to do something like that on Sunday. At home. Oh, you're going to boot out of that stadium. Okay? Schedule gets easier after this. Imagine you can pull this win off, go three and two. Rocket ship. Not the end of the world if you lose it, but certainly a tougher go, especially with how even this division is. Let's pull up Angry out another one for the uh, what is one thing you change for the Browns coming out of the bye week at JMAC Travel 4. Stop Stefanski from calling plays. JMAC Travel 4, I agree, man. Wouldn't that be nice? Not going to happen, but I'd love to see it. Remember the one time that he didn't call plays, he was home with COVID in the playoff game in Pittsburgh. That Baker and company won. Alex Van Pelt called the ball game. Looked pretty good. I think for Stefanski not to call the plays, and that's one thing I would change today too. I totally agree. For this to happen, the wheels would have to start coming off and it'd be in desperation mode. So really we don't want to see that scenario play out because if things are going good, Stefanski's not giving up power. He's going to have to be told to. I think, I think he should. At least take a step back. You can always take it back. You're the head coach. What I would change is run the ball. Like I've said all show. Run it. I don't want flea flickers. I don't want gadgetry. You know who's tricked and fooled by those? Nobody. Nobody. What ends up happening is DTR ran backwards for 20 yards. Elijah Moore fumbled the ball. A couple weeks back against Tennessee. No gadgetry. Okay? No. If you're going to have a backup in or a noodle arm bruised uh, uh, rotator cuff to Sean Watson, no tricks. Steelers, Ravens, don't do tricks. They run. They throw. They do what they have to do to win. Do that. 
Model that game plan. 49ers have the, I think with a win over Cleveland, they, they'll match their longest undefeated streak as a franchise at like 15 games. They're unbelievable. My thing, if I could change one thing for the Browns this upcoming, coming out of the bye week, would be run the ball this week. That. And keep going. Be creative with it. And by creative, I don't mean flip-flopping it around. Go left, go right, go middle. Little pitches. Whatever. Figure it out. Run the ball. Don't put too much on the quarterback. Eat up the clock. Other than that, I don't think we have much of a chance if you, if they try to get into a shootout. I really don't. What's your guys' prediction? We'll talk Sunday about it as well on the live show, 10 a.m. Lots of fantasy football, too. So, all right. You can still get it in. Leave comments. Twitter, at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns. Instagram and TikTok, at AndyMCSports. Okay. So, we're waiting to see how the Browns' health develops, how things progress that way. And welcome in San Francisco on Sunday. But now, there's injuries all across the NFL. You've seen them. Fantasy football teams, I'm getting peppered with questions all over. People are erratic. They're panicked. Don't know what to do. I might have some options for you. We go under the wire. All right, let's get to a question first, and I'll get you some uh, of my waiver wire pickups here. We got at Lunds71. Who's going to replace James Conner? So that's for Arizona. And James Conner, who I do have a share of on one of my teams, actually a couple of my fantasy teams, I'm in four leagues, um, looks like he is going to be, it looks very unlikely he's going to play and at least be severely limited. So where do we go? If you don't get him, well, one of my top running back ads, actually the top running back ad for me this week is his direct backup. We go handcuffs. This is a guy who's available at 98%. Of Yahoo Leagues, okay? Beyond widely available. Amari DiMercato. Imari, E-M-A-R-I, DiMercato. Can be honest? Never heard of him. Never heard of him before. But now we look. We dive deeper. We have an intro to James Conner. Where do we go? Well, 10 carries for 45 yards and a touchdown last game. Workload went up when James Conner left with the injury. Also, been using the passing game a little bit. Four catches in his past two games. We can catch a little bit. They're obviously um, wanting to utilize that running position with Josh Dobbs, right, at quarterback. He's an undrafted rookie. Averaged 5.6 yards per carry last year at TSU and would be in line to get that start against the Rams. So get yourself some Imari Dermacato. If we continue with running backs, Jaleel McLaughlin, I told you guys about him last week, and he popped. Last week he was owned in like, what, 18% less? Might have been like 11% of fantasy leagues. Now he's rostered in 59% of Yahoo leagues. So could still be out there, all right? You can still scoop him up. Um, he really popped. This guy looks electric, man. Sean Payton likes him, okay? He can run, he can catch, he can score. Now, again, we have to track Javante Williams' health throughout the week. Is he going to play? What status? Keep an eye. But get him, because this is a handcuff that could be paying dividends now or at other times throughout the year. Uh, another running back to look at, Donta Foreman. Remember him was with the Texans, played with was it the Colts, Titans maybe? I forget. But he's popped around a little bit. Uh, 
And for Dante Foreman, as Homer Simpson would say, the two sweetest words are default. Default. Why? Well, everybody else is injured. He is the fourth man on the depth chart. Khalil Herbert, injured. The rest, injured. Now, this is somebody 7% rostered you could pick up. We've seen him produce in the past when given the chance in relief at those different spots, and he's popped. Chicago is going to want to mix in and run the ball as Justin Fields is getting more confidence and starting to look a bit better. Snag him just in case. With three guys down ahead of him, people could get healthy throughout the week, whatever. But if you got a roster spot available, I'd grab him. Pick him up. Kendra Miller of the Saints, still just 12% rostered. 13 fantasy points in PPR last game, gradually becoming that reliable backup to Alvin Kamara, who's come on house on fire. And for Miller, too, he's a big guy. He's 220 pounds. And at the very least, he's a high-end handcuff that the team drafted and wants to work in. Remember, he was injured. So he wants to start working him in back and forth. Could, I think, eventually turn into a fringe flex play on his own. But somebody you want to get. But for the most likely available plug-and-play guy for this week, for week six, best pickup is Amari DiMarcato at running back. So let's go to quarterback here. And remember, too, we have uh, two teams on by this week. We got the Steelers. Who is it? The Chargers? I think it's the Chargers. Let me pop up the schedule. I'm pretty sure it's the Chargers here. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Packers and the Steelers. Chargers were on the bye. Yes. Uh, Chargers playing Cowboys Monday Night Football. That'll be a good game. Boy, does Cal- both these teams need this one. Uh, so Packers and Steelers on bye. So... If we're looking for quarterback, now Jordan Love, I think, is coming back down to earth a little bit, folks, right? Everyone wants to crown him. He's looked good so far, uh, except for the last kind of game and a half. So, where are we looking at? Old Gardner Minshew. That's right, old jort wearing, Gardner Minshew, mustache, headband wearing, Anthony Richardson out. Now, Minshew comes in, real life-wise can win you a game when he's had a chance this year, 13, 14 fantasy points. Not great, but you could pair him potentially, maybe more for a DFS play, uh, on the wide receiver side with Josh Downs. And I like Josh Downs to keep it with the Colts on the wide receiver side. Caught all six of the passes thrown to him last game. Four were from Gardner Minshew. So, again, we start to kind of match up those connections. Um 97 yards for Downs, just shy of 16 fantasy points in PPR. Two weeks prior, 12 targets, 8 catches, 13.7 fantasy points, and that role could grow and, and continue to add. So if you need help maybe as that flex or WR3 this week, good pickup. DFS certainly. Uh, definitely a contrarian stack play if you go with Minshew. The Minshew stack might be a bit dicey, but Minshew's there. And also, how about this? Russell Wilson. Who would have thought waiver wire fodder in week six? But he is rostered in just 56% of leagues, so he might be there for you. And if you're looking for an upgrade, say you're a Daniel Jones owner, like I am in one two QB league. Russ was taken in that one. But Russell Wilson's around. Now, the Broncos are an embarrassment. Sean Payton looks like a total jerk. Got punked by the Jets and the guy he insults. Looks like a real, real loser. But we don't care about real life and fantasy. We care about the fantasy results. And that's where Russell Wilson can still produce. Five touchdowns, no interceptions over his last two games. Fantasy points over 18 this past weekend and over 22 the week before. He's running a bit more. And possible high-scoring primetime game Thursday 
against Kansas City. So you can get that one right out of the way. That could be a nice little play. I don't mind that one. And available in 81% of Yahoo leagues. Our guy, you see him in the corner right there, Baker Mayfield of the Buccaneers. That's right. Our boy, Bake. He's been feeling, he's been slicing, dicing, usually not fantasy relevant, even in the, when he's playing well with the Browns. He's starting to pop up a little bit. Track Mike Evans' hamstring. That's going to have a big component of it. If Evans sits or is limited, Chris Godwin, a must start. You're probably starting him anyway, but if you're ever kind of haggling between the two in your mind, Chris Godwin's the play there. Baker versus the Lions spooks me a bit because we Browns fans have seen when Baker gets a little too cocky, he's making the media rounds, and it lined up for disappointments the next game, and I don't really want to be playing the Lions. But that could be a direction you go, and after that, Baker could be a nice play. Um, so my order would be Russell Wilson, Gardner Minshew, Baker Mayfield. Uh, other running back, uh, we said the running backs, wide receivers. Of course, the big news out, the biggest of the big dogs, Justin Jefferson out. Injured reserve out a minimum of four games. Horrible. You're not replacing Justin Jefferson. You're not doing anywhere close. Right? Jordan Addison must start. He's probably not available in your leagues. 88% roster. But take a peek. Maybe maybe he's floating around. I got him in one of mine. Jordan Addison is a must start. If he's not, next man up, KJ Osborne. Currently 9% roster. Now he's going to be, I'd be a little bit aggressive in adding him. Maybe use, you know, if you have 100 bucks in your fab, maybe use a 20 2021, see if you can break a tie type of thing. Um, The reason I like it is not just because Osborne is next man, you know, rises in the depth chart, because he's proven in the past. We're not guessing. We've seen it. We've seen it with this quarterback. The KG Osborne, when given the chance and given some volume, produces some pretty nice fantasy games. Scoring touchdowns, 100-yard games, multiple receptions. KG Osborne's my top ad for sure. Rashi Rice for the Chiefs. It's more of a play and hold, but I do want some shares of him. 24% roster, scored his second touchdown this season last week. Reception still only hovering that three to four range, though. So that's where we're kind of sitting. There is a chance he could pop against a bad Broncos defense on Thursday night. Um, but I like the future here, and I think at some point we're going to see that usage rise. The question is when. So maybe get him, hold him, wait. Nothing happens, drop him. Uh, Josh Downs, we mentioned as well. Now, tight end, as usual, it's a wasteland, but maybe there's a little mirage, maybe there's a little water. Because if you're crawling in the desert, you, you see, a, you take a little sip out of a puddle, and that puddle's name is Dalton Schultz of the Texans. 36% roster. This Texans team and C.J. Stroud, who still, how about the Ohio State alum? C.J. Stroud not throwing an interception yet. Come on now. Outrageous. Outrageously good. Good for C.J. Stroud. O-H-I-O. Man, looked phenomenal. But he's d- distributing the ball. Tank Dell got banged up. Nico Collins there. Dustin Schultz. Two games in a row with a touchdown. That spiked Schultz's fantasy production. The real plus to me, though, wasn't we see one, two t- touchdown games all the time. You have to look at the targets and receptions. What jumped out to me? Ten targets on seven catches. Now, that's an outlier. That type of production. But as C.J. Stroud is growing and developing, does that become a bit more the norm? Do we see even seven targets, six catches, eight and five, eight and six, eight and whatever? 
So if you need tight end help, you're probably not going to be able to be too picky. He's a great pick and pop him in. Uh, but long term, I'd like to see that repeated a few times, but you can't be too choosy. Logan Thomas, first big game of the year for the Washington Commanders. Again, I need his. Schultz seems more attainable. Logan Thomas had like nothing. Boom. We see lots of boom and then crashing back down to earth. So Schultz, then Thomas would be my number two. If you have any fantasy football questions, get me on Twitter at AndyMC81 at SickPodBrowns. Give us a follow. Check. Subscribe to the channel. Share it. We got lots of Browns, great talk, fantasy football talk, and betting talk, of course, my friends, from our buddies at DraftKings Sportsbook. How about this? The NFL season is going strong. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Okay, you bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet five, get 200. Come on. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Every game day, there's a sweetener. Check that out. I'm intrigued. A sweetener for every game there. So get it in the game. Day greatness for you folks, right? Starting Thursday, Browns on Sunday. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code 6sports. 6sports right there on the screen. New customers score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL, that's code six sports only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. It's yours. Maybe it'll be ours on the betting front, on the fantasy front. And boy, would it not be great to crown the Browns and somehow upset the 49ers. I don't know how they're going to do it. We, we hypothesize some possibilities. Will they do it? Will they run? I don't know. Will it make a difference? Deshaun Watson, how's that shoulder? We'll keep you all up to date on Twitter at SickPodBrowns. And don't forget Sunday show, live at 10 a.m. Eastern. Cannot wait for that. All right, guys. <sighs> Hit me up. Any other ideas you think the Browns should do out of the bye week and any other fantasy questions using hashtag AskAndy. We will see you Sunday. And as always, go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.